up. Countdown for us. What is up, motherfuckers? Listen up, lady. Really good drunk driver. <laughs> so you can be better than me, and you can do better than me, okay? Being railed and pounded every fucking week, and you dirty fucking whore. Dude. Whoa, dude. What is up, motherfuckers? It's your favorite half-naked thought that you all forgot about because I haven't recorded an episode of this fucking podcast since August. Actually, I feel like it was before August, and I think I took like two and a half weeks to drop the last episode because I really was honestly just kind of over it, living my best life, whatever, not being responsible. And uh, I had so much time to put into this podcast last season. I didn't fucking do it because I was drinking and doing drugs. And that's why you don't do those things, kids. Um, This is actually the second time recording this episode because... So we filmed it and recorded it last week, and R.I.P., a hard drive crash just killed the club, and we lost the episode. But as, like, selfishly sad that I want to be, I'm not, because I feel more bad for Zach, because, and I don't know if I can say your name, you can blame it on if you want. Okay, I'm good. Um, He lost eight motherfucking tbs that's terabytes by the way <laughs> i made a guess on that and i was right so i just played it off like i was cool when i was telling oscar about it but a year and a half worth of media and like i honestly felt kind of bad because he messaged me that and like my response of being like you know if like someone texts you something and then you like you like go ha 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 like start like a sarcastic like ha 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 f my life ha 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 i sent like three lines of those and then he was like yeah i'm pretty upset and then i it dawned on me that i'm not the only person in this world <laughs> and that my podcast is the least of his concern as it should be, because I have been reckless. But you know, we're coming back season two, maybe a lot stronger, harder. It's a, wait, how does that fucking rock song go? It's about drive, it's about power. We stay hungry, we devour. That's gonna be the new motto for season fucking two. Oh my god, so many things have changed since I have last spoken to you guys. The most obvious thing is I don't have a blonde streak in my hair that's fried and falling off. And I kind of feel like that was like my signature and I lost it. But I would like, okay, it's getting cold in Colorado Springs or it has gotten cold and my hair was falling out of my fucking head. And I was like, you know what? I could either live this out and then have like a patch of no hair and make that a thing. Or I could just fucking dye my hair all fucking brown. Well, actually, I uh, tried to make it all black, and I didn't fill in the blonde. And if you don't know what that means, basically, if you go from a light blonde color to a dark color, you have to add in the tones that you took out. So, uh, some of it, th- this is so boring, but you have to know this for it to make sense. So, if you, I have dark hair, so my like under my dark hair is red. So I didn't fill in the blonde with like that red orange. So after thinking, oh, I'm going to fix all my problems with fucking black hair dye, the bitch 
turned bluish green and it was not cute. So I started freaking out. So then I go to the store and then I buy colors. I buy red and orange and I mix it up. And then I try to like, it was like layers and layers and layers. And then I tried to fix it by adding more bleach to my hair and like putting it here and there and splashes and splotches. And now my whole fucking like hair falls out of my head all the time. It's just brown. So I should have just stuck with getting the patch. I, I, I should have just done it. But, you know, that's like the most obvious thing. Second thing that's um not so obvious, but it's probably more shocking to you guys is the fact that I can't tell you the last time that I've done ketamine. And if you know me, I've done ketamine every day for like the past almost four years. And I literally would say that it doesn't matter if I have a kid and I'm a mom, I'm going to be in the fucking garage doing lines of ketamine to deal with my child. And that's no longer the case. And not because I want it to be that way, because I'm fucking busy. I tried, okay, I do remember, I tried doing ketamine at my Christmas party, and it fucked me up immediately. I threw the fuck up. I mean, I definitely was drinking a lot. Like, I got turned the fuck up that night, but I remember doing it and being like, wow, like, I kind of don't miss it, but also sometimes I get so stressed out and so bored. I'm like, I wish I had an eight ball of ketamine that I could just literally shoot down the canal of my nose because I could fucking use it. But I also don't do it because I'm broke as fuck because I'm in school, guys. I am in school. Um, I'm going for medical aesthetics because, you know, bitches love injections and I'm trying to inject these hoes. I'm trying to give them eyebrows. I'm trying to help all of you. So help me help you. I'm starting to go fund me for my class. Just kidding. <laughs> I need money. <laughs> Being a student is hard. And I'm sure you all know this. The ones that stayed in school didn't drop out like me. But I remember the first time that I went to school, I was like, why would you want to live your life this way? Why would you want to literally go to school to be broke, to not have the hours to work that you want to work, to ultimately get out of school, be in debt, Dead that you're going to die with and then probably not going to get a job and the fucking like and what you went to school for. It seems like a never ending cycle. Hashtag capitalism, baby. Go America. That's <laughs> that's what our whole country's fucking ran on. But um, yeah, uh, let's talk about school a little bit. So I'm in school with all girls. I'm in school with all girls there's eight of us and the other seven are i mean i have like two friends in there and i hate literally everybody else not really but kind of i mean i just i don't know what i was thinking like trying to and <laughs> i'm happy we're kind of redoing this for this conversation because when i spoke about this the last episode i went ham i went ham on these bitches and then i realized why well, I, I cannot advertise myself at my school because they're gonna fucking hear this shit and then we're gonna have to fucking brawl and go out and considering that i'm in kickboxing i i like look for a fight like i want to put these fucking skills to the test i want to see if i can knock you out my right hook i want to see what the fuck i can do so don't come at me but i'm also the one like i am the drama I am, <laughs> I am the per. I'm instigating this shit. And, you know, from last week to today, I really thought and I grew from it. I was like, maybe I shouldn't fucking go that hard on girls that might find out about my podcast. But anyways, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking getting into a classroom full of uh, girls. And I say girls because they are girls. I mean, there are some women that are women by age, not because they actually act like women. Um, and I literally like after the first few days of school, I was like, 
am I going to drop out twice? Am I going to literally never have stable income in a good career? Is this what, like, it seems like there's no good turn. Go to school, get fucked. Don't go to school, get fucked. Life is about getting fucked. I'm Amber V. I'm 24 years old and I'm at 24 years of getting fucked and not wanting to. (sighs) Mom, that like came from the soul. That was like super passionate because I mean, I'm not having a great time. It's okay. It's fine. Whatever. But I mean, it's like I'm there from nine to five and I'm, oh my God, an hour lunch is just like not enough. But, um, I'm also in a new studio. That's also different. Uh, and it's all definitely, um, due to networking and connections because there's no way that hard work and drive got me into a better studio (laughs) with, Look at this lighting. Look at all this. Shout out Gorilla Media, Zach and Kevin. You guys are popping and rocking and awesome. And if I didn't know you, then I wouldn't be here today. Um, I, yeah, I definitely didn't. I didn't level up because like I work hard or anything. Dude, last. Okay, I'm so happy I started this podcast, but it was a fucking shit show. I did not like know what the fuck I was doing. And I was just kind of sending it. But like it was also kind of on like the back burner. Like. Because I was really, like, when everyone was settling in from, like, recovering from COVID, there was no recovery for me. It was partying. It was like, I am not, I'm going to live out COVID. I'm going to end it on a bang. Like, so, I, I mean, yeah, I was more traveling and partying and what the fuck ever, but... I also think that like me trying to push it to like doing it every single week was just like not enough for me because I'm going to be honest. So by the way, the this new season, we're going to do it bi-weekly because one, I'm just way too fucking busy. And two, I've also noticed that like since before the first episode, I made talking points like, wow, I'm writing fucking notes. Even Oscar was like, I feel like you being in school has made you more organized. I'm like, fuck you. I've always been organized. <laughs> Um, I took it as a diss, as I do. Everything's everyone is coming. My mom used to tell me when I was growing up, not everything is meant to be rude. Some things are just meant to help you. And I was just like, you're being fucking rude to me right now by telling me that. And I didn't realize, so I became an adult. Wow, I think everything is an insult unless someone is complimenting me. And I should also work on that. But I'm 24, so it's probably too late to start now. So anyways, um, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, (laughs) talking points. So from the last episode to this one, it's only been a few days, right? But like, if I would think about, if I think about something, I fucking put it in my notes. Or if I think of like a topic, I write it down and it like makes, it kind of like helps me like, oh, this is what you're going to talk about because I feel like stupid, dumb shit happens to me every fucking day. But when it comes to being on the podcast, I just don't fucking remember anything. Hashtag thank you Xanax. Um, I have like the worst, like I can't, like I can sit back and like try to think really hard and it takes like it takes like I don't know, a sound or like a smell or something to remind me of something. I don't just remember shit. Um, I yeah. Again, hashtag. Thank you, Xanax. I feel like honestly, Xanax is the one drug that I cannot do because it is the one drug that I will literally snore, inject, swallow, put in my eyeballs, anything to get high off of Xanax. I love Xanax, but I will not do Xanax. Do you see the look in my eye? <laughs> I've never been more aware and sure of anything in my life other than that I cannot do Xanax ever again. Um, And we all have vices and that's mine. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I feel like, oh my God, 
I thought this episode was gonna fucking suck because I was like, how am I gonna like do this episode again? But Kevin was like, I, I guess was like, she's not gonna like this episode because she wasn't loud and obnoxious. Okay, here's the thing. I am loud and obnoxious, but not all the fucking time. I feel like the last season too, and not to keep comparing, but like I'm really fucking aware of that last season was a shit show. I'm surprised that anyone fucking listened. I felt like a brand that I was like creating for myself, especially in the beginning, was like, I'm crazy. I'm wild. My life is absolutely insane. But on the like, my life is not like that anymore. And so I'm just not and I, I'm not loud and crazy and toxic all the time, just 80%. So there is a 20% side of me that's calm and chill. And I am forced to be that way because I don't have time to do drugs anymore. I go to school. I have a job. I'm in a happy, healthy, committed relationship. I don't drink anymore. Anymore. The other day we went out for um, Havana for Havana's closing, which oh my god, R.I.P. I literally feel like a part of me died now that Havana has closed, and Michaela is leaving Single Barrel. This is the end of an era. What is 2022? If you guys don't understand those references, then you don't get out enough in Colorado Springs. <laughs> but the burps will never fucking change fuck you um so we went out to single barrel and i had a drink and a shot one drink one shot and the drink was vodka water and i was like whoa let's go just immediately turned like before i would have to i mean i would be in the bathroom snorting shit breaking shit down having to take 10 shots and then i was feeling it now i have like one hit of my dude not not even kidding i have like one hit of my, like a little bit stronger vape now and i'm cross-eyed i don't like i i'm ready to like go like peace out like off this earth start over at zero again build a new tolerance um i never thought i would need naps i thought that like i could not hurt from anything internally i get hangovers like a fucking bitch i didn't go to school actually on friday because of the whole fucking going away party for Havana and single and michaela single barrel because i couldn't fucking move i had to i i door dashed chick-fil-a two times and that's like my hangover cure but it but two times like having to door dash i couldn't fucking move dude I like this is everyone would always tell me in my early 20s just wait till you hit a certain age just wait till you're this old you're gonna feel like this and this I'm like fuck you bitch you're weak well guess who is weak now me I can't handle shit and I actually am so offended that like I have the audacity to let myself get this way. Why did I stop partying? Why did I allow myself to have to bite my fucking words? It's not cool. And I did it to myself. I should have stayed partying. I should have never gone to school. And I should have said, fuck a bright future. It's not meant for me. Um, no, just kidding. I actually hate being broke. And I actually really want to do something with my life. And bartending has been great. Bartending has been real. But... I unless I'm like owning a bar or something, I just really don't don't want to fucking be in the bartending industry anymore. I mean, at least I don't I don't want like my main income to be from bartending. Like I don't think I would mind like bartending twice a week or something, but I don't want like I don't want to be like fuck, I had a bad weekend. Now I have no money, you know what I'm saying? But bartending really I think is one of the coolest jobs you can have 100%. 
With bartending, you make people's salaries. Like you have the ability to work an event or to just have work at a really cool like location and be able to make an insane amount of money. You get to dress how you want to dress. Speak to people the way that you would like to speak to them. Like if they're being disrespectful to me, I can like give them exactly what they fucking deserve. And it, I can literally tell my boss that I'm going to leave for a month to go do whatever the fuck and fuck off. And I come back and I still have a fucking job. What other like job could you possibly do that? It's, I mean, I have freedom of time, financial freedom. It's just, I don't know. I wouldn't, and I like think, like, I try to imagine myself not being a bartender or not being associated with a bar completely. And I just, it, it's weird. I just can't fucking imagine it. Um, but let's just kind of like go back a little bit to Havana closing. If you guys do not know, I was working at Havana for a minute and I, Unfortunately, sometimes businesses, you know, they have to move on and do whatever. Okay, I keep fixing my hair and I just realized how I just did it. I realized that I look like a fucking suburban mom who needs like, I don't know. I, I don't care. I already filmed this episode and I just don't care. I'm going to look cuter on Thursday. But right now, I have a fucking butterfly clip in my hair. The, okay, this is coming back. I'm going to turn around and show you guys. If you guys don't know, this used to be cool way back in the day. Clipping this. Can you see that? I don't know if you can see this. That is old school. That is like what your mom used to do when you would steal her clips trying to have the same hair. This was, this, this was not a thing, but like, all these kids on TikTok think that they are like inventing these things. Like, they think that they're making trends, that these songs are like new. I'm like, no motherfucker nothing that you're that you're talking about did you invent you're just literally reliving the past and it's really hard so i was born in 97 i'm on i'm technically a zoomer i'm technically gen z and it's really weird being on the cusp i'm on the f i know i don't like it because the end of being a the end of being um uh, uh um um a millennial is 96 so, first of all, if you're born in 96, shut the fuck up. Fuck you. You're you're basically Gen Z, ho. But I'm also basically a millennial. I grew up with a sister that's nine years older than me. She was born in 86. It's really fucking weird to be on this little cusp of uh, millennials and Zoomers because I look at all these kids that are younger than me and I'm like, there's no way that I'm in the same generation as you. There's absolutely just no fucking way that you and I are of the, sa of the same anything because I think they're fucking like... I grew up, people got famous off, off YouTube. These fuckers today are getting famous off 10 second videos. And Vine was like, but I, I'm, I don't know, man. It's just, I'm kind of a hater, a hater of both sides. But I totally feel like, I mean, it, it, no one wants to be a millennial, but like also who wants to be Gen Z? Not fucking me. So I'm just going to go ahead and make up my own thing. And I, I'm not, I don't associate with either party. Okay. And I definitely don't associate with, well, yeah, no, fuck all that. Um, but being 97 is kind of hard. Okay, so back to Havana, guys. So Havana has shut down. And I worked at Havana for over a year. And Havana was one of the coolest jobs that I have ever had. Because I worked for, obviously, they were, like, small and locally owned by a Latin, like, a Latin, a whole family. Like, Puerto Ricans, Cubans, Venezuelans. Like, and so it... 
if you've ever worked for people that aren't white, I guess like values and morals are completely different. And it's not, that's not like, you know, a diss at like anybody who's white and like fucking owns it. Because because I, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's small business mentality, not just mentality of like a race or something. You know what I mean? There is a difference between working for someone who's corporate and working for, or working for a place that's corporate and working for a place that's like owned by just like locals that fucking, you know, are have to be at their job every day or whatever the fuck. But it was awesome working with people that understood what it was like to either be from um, families that were that are or were immigrants or be raised by people that don't know how to speak much English or whatever the fuck. So there was basically a lot of culture there, right? But aside from that, I had the craziest memories at Havana Grill. I've met some of the coolest people for like working with them and serving them. But we used to get so fucked up at Havana, dude. And like our bosses, they they didn't care. It was like as long as you could do your job, then you can fucking drink. Well, everyone, I remember <laughs> everyone had a week where we couldn't do our jobs. It was like one server got too drunk, couldn't do their job. Second server got and this was all in a week span. Well, it came round to me where it was my turn to not be able to do my job. So I had one section up. My friends all came to see me. And I swear to God, I was not drunk. And then I took a shot. And then in between that and 12 shots later, I was blackout drunk. And I don't really remember this. And it was time to close down. And I didn't know how to close. I lost, I lost money to turn into the restaurant, which was $600. Nobody could find it. Nobody knew who it, nobody knew where it was. And a different server, but she counted my whole checkout, basically. So a checkout is where you basically count your tips, make sure you have your credit card slips, and it tells you how much money that you owe to the restaurant. And um, she was like, all right, well, where's your 600 bucks? And I'm like, what? She's like, where is your $600? Because you need to turn that in because your checkout says that you need to turn in $600. And I was like, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking have it. And I was like mouthing off to her. Like, did you take my fucking money? Where the fuck is my shit? And the whole restaurant was looking around and I was getting pissed. I was losing my shit. I got so fed up and dude, I was wasted. I got so fed up that I was like, how much do I fucking know? I just fucking pay. I just want to fucking leave. I was willing to pay 600 bucks out of my pocket to the restaurant just to fucking go home and i'm so happy it didn't come out to that otherwise i would have woken up and been fucking pissed but this is probably like an hour an hour 10 15 minutes of me trying to find this fucking money and i'm like supposed to be cleaning the bathrooms and i take a plunger and i like throw it from one bathroom to the next bathroom i'm like in the bathroom slamming stalls like yeah i People were scared of me that night. They had vocalized that they were scared of me not to fuck with me and that they didn't know how to feel about me because of how I was acting. Well, I tell one of the owners, dude, I'm about to just pay it out and leave. They go into the office where the other owner who was, he was in there had not been out to witness all the fucking bullshit. And they ask, they, they say, hey, Amber is just willing to pay the 600 bucks or whatever the fuck. This other owner comes out and is like, oh, I have it right here.
I caused a scene. I made a fool of myself. A complete mockery for me to have already been proactive and turned the money in. I embarrassed myself that fucking night. And the money was already turned in. I am grateful that it was turned in and that I was able to not have to pay the 600 bucks out of pocket. But I had made everyone in that fucking establishment become scared of me and unsure of the kind of human being that I was. That's kind of a good thing, though, because no one really fucked with me. You gave me a drop of alcohol and I'm ready to fucking throw hands. But also, I wasn't that that was like not being crazy for no fucking reason. Like if you lost 600 bucks, you would also do the same fucking thing. But after that, everyone was saying that I was like that I was an angry drunk to not drink with me. And I was like, fuck you guys. I've been so wasted here that I've like literally cried. I crashed my car into something that I'm assuming is a deer after leaving there, which I can say not because they're closed. But obviously, I would have said that before. I was so fucked up. And I've never once caused a scene. I have not let the demon inside of me come out the way it was. And I and everyone said I was an angry drunk. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. And obviously, I've moved on. That's why I was able to tell this story so calmly and quietly because I've definitely moved on and I'm definitely not salty about that. <laughs> um, but throwing a plunger, um, uh, here's like a tip don't ever fucking throw a plunger in the place that you work at. Luckily, the people that I worked for were cool as fuck. And also, shout out to the owners. You guys are cool as fuck. And you gave a lot of people a space to feel welcome. And you gave employees a place where they could be themselves. And you would always. Let us stand up for ourselves with guests, which is something that a lot of people don't fucking like want you to do because the guest is always right. Well, here's the fucking news flash. The guests are probably right about 1% of the time. For example, I was working at the new bar that I work at on fucking on Saturday, I believe. And this one girl comes in and she's already kind of drunk and I was ready to go. And I'm not going to lie. I get a little bit sassy when I'm ready to fucking go. But if you're an idiot, I don't have to be like, I don't have to have patience for the fact that you're drunk and an idiot. You know what I mean? Like you have like, like you no, you just don't deserve that. Right. And so this girl comes in and there's like no one in the bar. This girl and her friend. And she's like, I get, I get them their beers or whatever. She already has an attitude. So I'm like, cool. I'm like so over it. If you have an attitude at me, I'm going to have an attitude at you. And she orders her beer. They're like kind of cool for a minute. I leave them alone. And then she walks up to me and she's like, um, ma'am, excuse me. Do you have wings tonight? And I was like, yeah, but unfortunately the kitchen's closed. So I can get you chicken tenders, which is the next best thing in our late night menu that you're going to get to wings are chicken tenders. And she goes, she goes, oh, do you have a late night menu? And so I proceed to explain to her the five things on the late night menu. And she goes, uh, but do you have like a late night menu I could look at? And she's like, but her eyes, she's like kind of looking at me like you're dumb. Like I'm obviously asking you for a whole a menu to look at. I go, and I, I already had it. I was done. I wanted to already like punch her in the face. I was like, no, I have a full menu with everything on it, but it's not the late night menu. It has everything on it. And she goes, 
So you have that, but on a late night menu. I'm sorry, what? I literally go, the late night menu is everything that I just told you that it was. It is those five things that I just said that we had. That is the late night menu. And then one of these things, I was like, I was not even trying to act like I was like being nice. I was like, you're like, in my head, I'm like, you're a dumb bitch and you're wasting my time. And like, I don't have time for you. I need to clean and get out of here. And she was like, okay. She then moves on to the other bartender there and she goes, hi, do you have wings tonight? I'm like, you stupid bitch. You fucking think I'm lying to you? Why the fuck would I lie to you about fucking chicken wings in a menu? Oh my God. I think I have high blood pressure. I think there's no way in hell that I don't have high blood pressure. If you've been a bartender enough, you have to have long enough, you have to have high blood pressure. The other bartender says, no, but we have chicken tenders. Then the girl asks her, do you have a late night menu? And then the other bartender says, no, we have one, two, three, four, five. The exact same fucking conversation that I had with this dumbass woman five seconds ago. Oh my God, this is so annoying. And you guys probably think that I'm like a, the crazy bitch. Like, oh my God, and she's just asking you for a menu. Well, you probably are in the service industry if you think that way. Yeah, I'm a crazy bitch, but like we all know people like this. If you have served, bartended, if you have dealt with people ever as like a job, then you fucking understand where I'm coming from. Oh my God. So uh, she gets her fucking chicken tenders and her fries and whatever. It is like 1.30. We start telling guests at the bar, hey, we're closing soon. Last call is in 10 minutes. Get your drinks. Things have to be downed by 2 or we will dump everything out of the cup by 2 o'clock. It is now 1.45. The music is low. The TVs are off. The light is up. People are still outside, still drinking, still whatever. And at this point, everything that to close the bar is fucking done. We have nothing left to do at all. And that girl is outside, of course, because she would be the one to be fucking outside. <sighs> the other bartender goes, hey, I'm closing this door in five minutes and I am locking it and you will have to leave through this gate and you cannot come back inside. They're out there. It's 150. They come back in. They fucking use the bathroom. This girl is in there until 1.55. All the tabs are closed. She didn't even, mind you, this is very important to the story. She didn't even pay for her beer. Someone else bought her beer. She has no tab. She's putting us through hell and she's not tipping us because she did not pay for her fucking shit. So, the bartender, she's, this girl's in the fucking bathroom. Who knows fucking what? Finger fucking her asshole. I don't fucking know. The other bartender goes in there and is like, hey, we have to go. In between that point, before the bartender went to go to the bathroom, she dumped her beer out and her friend said it was okay. Just dump it because we cannot let people drink liquor or have drinks after two o'clock. We can't do it. We can't fucking do it. And... So she comes out of the bathroom finally after the bartender goes in there and she goes, wait, I had a, I had a beer. I had a beer and it was like all the way full. I was like literally like staying out of it for a minute 
And she wants to come at me because we already kind of beefed before. And I'm like, well, we had to dump it out. We've been telling you that it's going to close or that we're going to close and that you need to leave and that you can't have your drinks after two o'clock. Everyone else is literally closed out. And she's like, but you can't just dump my beer. Actually, dumbass, we can just fucking dump your beer. You didn't even pay for it. This girl literally is like, she starts going off. I start going back at her. And I'm like, we literally, for legal reasons, cannot allow you to be in here drinking after 2 o'clock. You need to leave. We need to go home now. We are very tired. We want to go home. She was like, I'm a bartender, too. You can't just do that. And I literally, okay, if you know me, I was being so calm in the situation to just talk and hash things out with her. I was definitely giving her attitude, but I wasn't like, I was not, like, I was at a four on my scale. My scale and your scale might be different, but I was definitely at a four out of ten. She asked to speak to the manager. I told him, or the owner, actually. The owner literally doesn't want to fuck with her and gives me a card that says one free drink because she wants her to just fucking leave. And she's like, I know. I want to speak to her. I don't want this. I go, I didn't want to give it to you. She gave it to you. She doesn't want to speak to you. I don't want to give you anything for free. I was like, you can wait here. But she's busy. I'm going to go do my drawer. You can stand here as long as you fucking want. No one's going to fucking talk to you. I'm leaving now. Goodbye. And I left the bar. The other bartender left the fucking bar. She goes, oh my God, you're the worst human being I've ever seen. I'm like, I don't give a fuck, bitch. So then I go to the back. I tell the owner, she's not fucking leaving. This girl proceeds to tell the owner. And I wrote a review on the blonde chick. On who? Me? Yeah, yeah, I'm blonde. Please, please. I I hope in your review that you wrote that I was blonde and that you don't like the blonde bartender. And sorry to the only blonde bartender that we have, but you just got a bad review that day. And it was all thanks to me. And it kind of like, dude, stupid fucking people. I guess what I, where was I? Why did I start this story? Do you know where I was going, Zach? No clue. <laughs> I obviously just needed to tell you guys how fucking stupid this chick was. God, it was so aggravating. But, um, oh, I guess back to, like, working. I don't fucking know. Anyways, if someone's like you stand up for yourself, don't work for them. That's what I'm getting at. If your boss says that you can't act the way that I acted, because it was rationally, don't fucking work for them. <laughs> Dude, being a bartender is fucking hard. And nobody gets it. Nobody understands what it's like to be a bartender and deal with drunk people. Especially when you're sober. Um, if, yeah, like being a sober bartender is, is, a, is a hard bartender. Um, dude, I don't know if I said this, but I'm going to say this now. And it's so random. And I think this is what I was going to tell you, Zach. I don't know if I said it or not. I have, again, back to me having no ability to memorize things. Xanax. Um, I I don't know what's going on. But I've been losing the ability to hold my piss. Like, as soon as I have to pee, I have to fucking pee. I was in the tanning bed today grabbing my crotch. Like, I have, like, five minutes left. I was like... Uh, uh, I'm like sweating in the tanning bed. I get out. I fucking run to the fucking bathroom. Then I get in my car and I pull up to my house. 
the same fucking thing happens. I have to pee again, but the feeling just came to me. I couldn't hold my pee. I was running to the house and or running to the door to get into my house, stumbling for my fucking keys, couldn't get them. I start feeling dribbles. I'm starting to pee myself, and I ran to the fucking toilet, and I, and I finally pissed, but like, why? Why can't I hold my pee? Does anyone else, do you like, like, I feel like you, like, I'm used to having a warning and, like, being able to, like, hold my pee for, like, two fucking hours, but, oh, my God, that brings me, I fucking told the fucking story last time, I, we, the snowboard pee story, okay, basically, long story short, okay, I don't know what's going on, this is, like, what fucking, this is old age, I don't know how people make it to 50, because I feel like I'm fucking there, I'm peeing on myself, so I literally, when snowboarding with the homie i cut off under the fucking red fucking flags it's like an unmarked like you can't go there <laughs> but i had to go fucking pee and i was at the top of the fucking mountain so i went under those things went through some trees and i fucking stopped at a good stopping point or so i thought it was a good stopping point and i pull my pants out i start peeing and i'm on like i'm like car like i put like my heels out of my board into the snow obviously to like kind of like stay there i go dun, dun. i like start sliding down the fucking mountain bare ass inhaling snow through my fucking asshole sliding down the mountain bare fucking ass and i'm like trying to fucking pee if you know how hard it is to pull like your snowboarding pants out or any of your snowboarding clothes it's literally a task and but at this point i'm in a, i'm no longer in trees i'm like in an open space on the other side granted it's unmarked but that doesn't stop people people will snowboard there whatever the fuck so i'm freaking out i can't get up i keep burying but the more i move it's like quicksand the more i move the more i'm burying myself in fucking snow and i like can't i'm just like i need to, i need to get my fucking asshole not like unexposed from the snow and from people so i scoop up my snowboarding pants and i with it i'm like shoveling snow into my fucking pants all because i can't hold my fucking piss and i also have no idea where my homie was that i was snowboarding with so if anyone else is 24 years old and you're a woman you have the inability to hold your piss please let me know i actually have to kind of pee right now and i'm so concerned that i might pee in this very fucking chair um this is i feel like i'm being way too open and honest <laughs> i find this is so not necessary to tell you guys but um you know someone else might be having this problem no but like seriously honestly like on that note i have to really fucking go peace so i'm just gonna go in this fucking episode because i'm really like actually kind of scared and i'm kind of starting to sweat like my my like the bottom of my feet things pad thing, whatever the fuck my feet are starting to sweat i have to go i love you guys so much okay so um this thursday i'm recording episode two so this episode will come out before that episode so i can be an episode ahead blah, blah 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 i love you guys thank you so much for fucking watching listening what the fuck ever gonna be posting these on youtube i really have to go fucking pee now okay love you good night bye